Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. This is brought to our listeners by Hemmings House Pictures and Vision Coaching Inc. Edible Matters, Ripple Effect Music Studios, and Robert Simmons. The best clothing to make you feel and look like Greg and Dave from the Bowling Point Podcast. Com. Robert Simmons, making us look good. Thank you to all of our sponsors that make the Boiling Point podcast possible. Bam. Dave, back to the Boiling Point. How did you like that, uh, that Boiling Point beer that we had a few weeks ago? Oh, delish. Well, um, delish. The, the, brew, the brewmaster, yes, Wendy, yes. Uh, saved a keg for us. She did. So you and I... You know what I liked is the, the hint of ginger. It was fantastic. Yes. It really was. So we have to figure out a way to invite our, you know, our friends, our Boiling Point supporters to come uh, enjoy it with us we, um, yeah. sometime soon. We'll talk some other time about that. Um, but when we talk about good product and good local healthy product, how's that for transition? Um, Beautiful segue. We, we often <laughs> like to make good he, transitions and he, for our he, guests. And he... <laughs> He like he does like that was smooth, eh, Carolyn? That was beautiful. I, except for I wouldn't mind talking about beer. Well, we can do that too. We can do that too. We'll, 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 we can talk about all good products. <laughs> Carolyn, do all th- <laughs> thank you for joining us, uh, uh, Carolyn from All Good Products. Welcome to the Boiling Point. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Um, okay, for, tell us a little bit about All Good Products. Dave and I um, have done our research. We know. Um, everything that we know as far as our research is concerned, I'd like to hear straight from you. And uh, and also, you know, I'm hoping in this interview we can hear how your profession in the world of massage actually turned into this passion and this this business that you've that you've grown. And please mention my sure. favorite my favorite um, little tidbit here: all good goop. I love that. Okay. I want to hear about that as well. Okay. And you're well, that's actually. You kind of gave a great summary of just the beginning of the story, which was that in the late 90s, I was living with my boyfriend, who's now my husband at the time, in Northern California on an organic farm. And I was working as a massage therapist and a rock climbing instructor. And with a background in herbal medicine, I uh, was looking for to, to make something that I could help heal my hands between going rock climbing and doing massage, and then also something that could help my clients. So we put together an herb garden on the farm, and I harvested herbs uh, that I knew were really good for skin, put them together in a salve, and and made this very simple, beautiful, very pure healing balm, and immediately called it All Good Goop. And the All Good came from a number of different places, but the most simple is that, I don't know if you guys have spent any time in California, but... There's a bit of a of a cult language out here, and and uh, I wasn't from here originally. And when we first moved here, and heard everybody saying that everything is all good all the time, it didn't matter. If, <laughs> it's it's like everything you know, is Irie. You kind of like that, kind of a little bit of Jamaica in California, exactly. So, um, so we took the all good, and uh, and it, it applies super well to the salve because it works well on everything from cuts and scrapes and burns and dry skin to uh, a baby bottom 
or carpenters, crap hands, different, different. It kind of works for everything. So it's all good. Um, and I just made it and gave it away to clients and friends and used it myself. And the next thing you knew, I was uh, getting more demand for it. So I just kept making it more and more. And, and then eventually I was sort of talked into selling it. And then uh, that that's how the business grew. And it, that was in the late 90s through kind of the mid, you know, early decade of the 2000s. And then the business actually started in 2006. And so we're, we're 10 years in now. And can you give us a, an idea of the scale of the business now, Carolyn, like uh, um, where you're shipping out to, where your customers are, and, and who your customers are? Sure. Our two biggest channels are natural product stores, so health food stores, and then the other major channel is outdoor sports shops. So we sell nationally. We sell uh, all over the U.S., and we sell a bit in Canada, just touching into Canada. Can't wait to work more with our northern neighbors. And we sell a bit in Mexico and then just kind of dabble throughout the uh, Southeast Asia and the Eastern um, countries of um, Japan and Philippines and a few other countries that way. But mostly I would sort of describe it as a nationally distributed brand at this point. And that, so, and you know, like it's kind of interesting as I listened to your story and, and read a little bit about just the kind of natural evolution, you know, from something you're, you're, you're using, you know, as, and giving to friends and family and clients, rock calming clients, probably massage clients. And then it, how did it turn into a business? Like, how, you know, what, tell us a little bit about that. Cause we're, we talked to a lot of entrepreneurs on this, on the podcast, and I'm always curious about how things, you know, kind of evolve into a business, you know, and, um, what was, sure. what was your evolution like? How did that work? Well, it was a pretty reluctant experience for me. I, I didn't <laughs> ever imagine anything of this sort turning into a business. It was very much a hobby and it was very much a way for me to connect the land where we were farming to uh, people that I knew. And so it was like, you know, bringing the farm to the people through this product. And that just seemed like such a simple connection, but I never imagined it to be something financial or something that would now, I mean, it's totally all encompassing. Even my one, my, my one year old is a part of our business basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. So, so we were up in Northern California and then we moved to the central coast of California near San Luis Obispo, where we're now located. Uh, the town is called Morro Bay and our farm is just up the road from Morro Bay. And when we moved down here, uh, I had been selling, uh, all good goop at the farmer's market in Northern California and just then giving it to friends. And it was really a hobby. And when I moved down here, I, cut it off. I said, eh, no more. I'm doing something else. I'm going to continue my massage practice and, and do other things. And, um, people started calling and asking for it. And eventually I took big Mason jars back up to a little health food store up in Marin County, Northern California. And I said, can you guys just hold on to these? Because someone else is going to come pick them up later today. And the guy who ran the store was a good friend of ours. And, and he said, you know what? I'm going to teach you something. This is how it works. You sell this to me, and then I sell it to the people who come to the store. <laughs> wow, nice. I, I, I mean, it sounds totally ridiculous and very elementary, but I literally hadn't even, I just didn't want to pursue it that way. And so I said, all right, all right, fine. So I'll sell it to you. And then uh, as it started to sort of gain a life of its own and sell better, um, just to individuals and to other stores uh, that I pursued very simply. It was all very organic that I would find a town where I wanted to go climbing and then find the climbing shop and 
learn about the climbs and then, hey, you guys want a salve that works really well. Um, that's really how it all uh, started. And so each time I did that more and more, it just started becoming more apparent that it was a business. So I almost say that, like, I didn't start a business. The business started me because it was it was really a life of its own before I accepted the fact that I had to have a resale license or uh, liability insurance or, you know. All the fun, now, all the fun now, parts of business. <laughs> now employees and, yeah. and all of the, all of the things that go along with it. So, um, I made a mistake, a lot of mistakes along the way because of that, I think, be, um, just not, not pursuing it from a business perspective, but it's also kept it really fun and really real because it's authentically grown the way that, um, that it sort of, uh, it needed to. When you mentioned initially some reluctance, you know, what, what, what was causing that? So my reluctance was actually very specific. It was that I did not believe that there was a way that I could grow a business and still be able to hold true to the core values of who I am as a person and what I believe to be kind of the most important, um, you know, way to spread Mm -hmm. uh, goodness in the world or the way to, uh, the way to make, stay authentic to, um, environmental and social responsibility. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I am the uh, the king of transition, and I think that is a perfect transition into the world of B Corp. So you are a certified B Corporation. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're part of the same family, and it's really the beginning of a global revolution in business where the triple bottom line is uh, not going to be on the fringes anymore. It's going to be uh, a market expectation um, we st- still have Absolutely. a long ways to go. However, I'd love to chat with you about how, when figuring out what B Corp was, how did that satisfy your, or, or calm your nerves, um, about, you know, becoming a capitalist, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's exactly a great place for the conversation to go because I, um, with that reluctance, I just, tried to do anything I could along the way that felt authentic to me in terms of measuring our impact was probably the first way that I, that I looked at it. And I, I had a, a very overly complicated spreadsheet of um, measuring um, source pollution and downstream pollution and, and uh, impact in general and how a product was, where it was coming from and um, all of the different impacts along the way. And I had three products at the time, two different lip balms and a healing stuff. So, um, it was, it was pretty easy to do, but I thought, well, I was like, girl, how am I going to continue to do this? And then when I turned around the other direction and faced my customers, how am I going to explain to them that literally I have paid attention to every single, everything that's gone into these products and, and all of the collateral material is from, you know, non-tree source paper and um, doing everything we can. We're driving our, our uh, distribution around in biodiesel trucks for, and, and we make the biodiesel ourselves and we grow our own food. I was like, how do I, how do I share that? I'm really making an effort and not in a righteous way at all. I have a lot to learn along the way, but just, we just, uh, you know, we just wanted to be able to communicate that we're doing it from a place of authenticity and a place that was real. And, um, in 2008, I learned about this movement of B Corps, and I looked at it, and I kind of watched it for about a year before we joined. But what became really clear to me was that it was exactly what I was looking for in terms of a stamp to be able to communicate the extent 
the extent of our social and environmental responsibility and the way that we were doing things, the way we were running our business, the way that we are running our business, and to be able to um, easily turn around and, and explain to people we're a B Corp is a lot, it, you know, it's it's uh, it's much more, uh, it's obviously shorter and then just easier to say and, and easier to explain than trying to go into the depths of, of the efforts that we make on that level. So uh, as soon as I kind of realized that it was a measurable, authentic audit, an actual audit of our business practices and that there is no greenwashing and that there is no dilution of those practices as the business grows, it actually becomes more difficult to meet their standards. Um, I was like, I'm in. That's it. That's great. And so that was very simple for us. We joined, uh, we became a certified C-Corp in 2009. That, I'm guessing that was, that's kind of early days, eh? Yeah, I think we were the hundred and something wow. business. So, exactly. so how is that, you know, with, with the understanding and, and, um, you know, the, the, you know, being, um, so closely linked with B Corp, you know, when you think of now the marketplace and, you know, kind of concepts of like scaling and, you know, and introducing more people to your product and all that kind of stuff, um, how, 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 how can you do that in a way that maybe you weren't seeing before now that, you know, that you weren't seeing maybe, you know, 10 years ago? Well, for one, there um, as the as the movement grows and as the awareness of our of our general global impact grows, the availability of uh, organic materials and of sort of guidelines on sustainable practices for businesses, I think has has really grown as well. So, um, and it's been it's been helpful to be able to stay true to things that are important to us. Um, just you know, as simple as uh, whether it's monitoring our our uh, our utilities or the way that uh, we connect with our employees and and uh, promote you know their healthy lifestyles as well, and then onto our products where we source things and how we take care of um, our suppliers. I mean, one example for us is that we now we we still manufacture the algae goop ourselves in a solar powered facility in Morro Bay. Um, a community center kitchen, and then we also have other manufacturers. So we were able to get two of our manufacturers uh, just by basically kind of talking with them and convincing them to become B Corps. So there's our sort of upstream impact uh, assessed and measured just by knowing that two of our main manufacturers are also B Corps. So, so it actually, you know, in terms of your, you know, distribution channels and any collaborators and stuff, I mean, this, this is kind of, this would be the standard you'd hold, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, I'm always shooting for higher, so I, I'm always looking to do better, but absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a good standard at this point. It's what we have. And I think it's, I think it works well. And what, um, okay, go ahead. There's well, always room for improvement. But. Yeah. Well, so, so for the people that like, and I would be shocked if they're listening to this podcast and they wouldn't have a sense, uh, of, 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 you know, what B Corp stands for and all sort of things. But let's assume that there are some listeners that maybe are just happened along this particular podcast. Um, you know, what advice would you give to someone who, you know, is, is probably has some of the core values that you'd have and, and, you know, wanting to get, uh, you know, or maybe, you know, the, the business is finding them. Like, wh- what advice would you give them around, 
you know, staying true to your core values and, and still actually kind of embracing the idea of doing business? Yeah, it's a good question. I actually look to my mentors and ask that question as well. And um, I think that it would sort of depend on how dedicated they are if they if they have a true passion about something with a with a product that's going to make the world a better place, but they're they're feeling resistance because of you know putting one foot in front of the other might impact the the ground they walk on. Then I would just assure them to um, it. You get, they have to be patient. They have to be patient and find ways to um, increase their increase their positive impact while they're they're walking along. None of us are purists, right? So I think patience is a really big part of it. And I say that because for us at a small scale, sometimes small businesses, it's really difficult to have the impact that you want. Like um, we're not we're not able to go out there and innovate new materials for our packaging, for example. I mean, that's a dream of mine. And at this point, we're dealing with the what's out there in the supply chain. So for people who are at a small scale, they need to be patient and understand that that they can. Um, they can find ways to be creative and find ways to be responsible uh, with kind of dealing with what you have really. Mm. And then kind of maybe just the flip side of that, if there's somebody who's kind of wants to do the right thing, but maybe not necessarily totally dedicated to it, I would say step back and just take a, take a breath and take a look at the bigger picture of it all and have a clear understanding of all of the impacts of, of um, what, the, what the product is and what the effort is so that um, they um, can just not be hasty and not just uh, not just make quick moves for uh, the sake of um, turning a buck or whatever it is and then in the end go, ooh, whoops, you know, we shouldn't have done that. I think that happens a lot too. Well, I think this is a really exciting talk with you, uh, Carolyn. And I'm really excited to see you probably in Philadelphia in a, in a month or two, eh? I'm so Canadian. Oh, yeah. I'm so Canadian. Me, eh? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I hope to see you guys there. I, uh, yeah, hoping to make it. So and we'll and, and Dave, Dave's smiling because um, because uh, he's not a B Corp yet. And uh, <laughs> oh my, I, I, out of maybe like 30 B Corp interviews we've had so far, um, I, I keep, this is my way of being an ambassador by introducing him to so many amazing B Corp entrepreneurs. And uh, I think he's close. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, what? What? Uh, you mean for the boiling point or for something else? No, no. Because because uh, I I've got the film production company. Dave has an executive coaching company, which is awesome. Vision Coaching. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, he okay. is, he lives B Corp. He just needs to get certified. Interesting. And let me tell you, Dave, as a service business, it's a lot easier than a product business. Yeah. Well, good. see, this is I just need little nudges <laughs> along the way. I'm. I no, I'm, just make it more accessible. Yeah, I'm. The, I'm there because you're right. It was. It's. You know. It, it, we were so much. You know. In a, in a sense, so much easier as a service-based company. To your point. Here's a question. Um. You know, and then we got to wrap up here because we're we're at the end of it. How do we? How do we in Atlantic Canada? Um, get um, your you know these great products. What what can we do? What can people listen? Like for Greg and I, and there's listeners are coming from all over. But what? How do we? How do we get this? Sure, allgoodproducts.com. Allgoodproducts.com is the place you want to go, and you'll find us there. And and one other thing we do with our business is we offer custom labeling. So if you ever needed a filming lip balm yeah. for your business that we wanted to give away as a marketing tool. 
or for uh, your your coaching. It's a um, it's a great sort of. It can even just be a business card that you give away, or it can be nice. something that you um, that, that you use to promote your business. But uh, we offer B Corp discounts. So well, you can uh, check out our website. I, I am totally serious. Please let's stay in touch. Greg at because oh. I've got an idea already. Okay. 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 We're doing it. business. It's, it's probably it's probably <laughs> it probably involves a, a documentary if you're not careful. You're, you're next no, thing no, you next. No, no, no. This, this is me wanting to buy from her, not That's to buy right. around. But, oh, okay, but you never great. know. You never know. I, I love it. I love storytelling. And you know what? That's actually something important to share with Dave too. Is that. The B Corp community is so mutually supportive, and I think that that's one of the benefits of of uh, joining is just to be a part of the community because it's really pretty powerful to be able to connect with other people who are like-minded and kind of all part of the same tribe growing as we go. Absolutely. Well, um, you are an amazing ambassador for the whole movement. So thank you for, for again, you know, coming and giving me a little bit of kick. Um, thanks for being on with us. And, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to hearing how you and Greg collaborate. And then and when I get involved, then I can actually reach out and say, guess what? You know, I'm finally got taking the plunge and our company's involved as well. But um, so if people want to reach out to you directly, Carolyn, like, do you, you know, how could they do that? I mean, we know how to get the product, but is there, you know, if they have questions for you specifically sure. you know, related to your journey or, or hearing more about your story, what what would they do? Uh, TV, it's uh, Caroline at allgoodproducts.com. Awesome. C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E at allgoodproducts.com. I, I welcome uh, the conversation. Well, thank you, Carolyn. Really appreciate just the way you're, you know, kind of authentically sharing the story. Brilliant story. Um, and thanks for sharing it with us. I, I can't wait. I've got the cracked feet syndrome. Like the heels. The heels. Oh. Like, like oh. right now, I, 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 I am bare feet right now. And you can probably see how horrible they are. And our, our next I, guest <laughs> has walked into the in, in studio, not from California, all the way here. So no, no uh, wildfires to deal with. And he was pointing, he's wearing sandals and pointing to his feet. So I think we've got three customers yeah, right we here. We've got three customers. And just as one, <laughs> as one last finisher, we were talking about beer and wine uh, earlier, oh, Carolyn. Yes. And once again, awesome transition. So Craig is, Craig, how, how do I introduce you? Uh, as, a, as, a, as a booze writer, as a, a sommelier expert, as a beer, a lover of beer and writing, journalism, wh- what are you? And, and speak loud so Carolyn can hear you. Um, I guess I... I call myself a wine, you know, a wine, beer, and spirits consultant, judge, writer. So I okay. do all. The, I have to do all those things. And here's the exciting thing: he's got a little cooler that he brought in. I've got no idea what's in it. It might, can, it might be pencils. It, it, who knows? It's not healing bomb. I can tell it's you that. It's not right healing now. bomb. So I, I'm excited to see. So uh, the listeners and you, t- you uh, as well, Caroline, you have to listen to next week's episode to see what's inside the little cooler. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, my my grandmother used to say it's got to be five o'clock somewhere. That's right, okay, man. All right. All right, girl. Thanks so much. <laughs> Take Thank care. You See you. Take good care. Bye. So we do have time for a quick takeaway. Yes. Dave. Yes. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, so for just quickly, um, you know, I just wonder how many people like she described the reluctance. I was like curious. What's yeah, that? Was what, what was, what was that reluctance? And and just to hear, you know, because um, because you know, I know when I got into business, a lot of people, um, 
in a different way would say, I don't know if you got the skin for it. You know, is you, you know, could you, are you tough enough for it? All this kind of you need stuff. The, you need the bomb. <laughs> I, need the, I need the all good goop. Um, but, but, you know, but I think what they're, part of what they're saying is maybe your values don't fit with traditional business. And so it's really interesting to listen to kind of that reluctance she had and, and probably mm-hmm. a little more conviction around, well, not probably, a lot more conviction around it and how that, you know, just that evolution and that path through and, and, uh, and she just speaks so authentically, man. It's just like, you just, you feel like, geez, I'd love to sit down yeah. and, and learn more. So, uh, and, really appreciate you making the introduction. I was going to say the same, uh, the same thing that reluctance is very normal, especially people who don't understand that, um, well, I shouldn't say it that way. Capitalism has been abused over centuries <laughs> now, right? Um, there's a new face of capitalism that is for mutual benefit mm-hmm. and, um, when people are, are taught that there are businesses that are doing things not for one single bottom line, but for the triple bottom line, they think twice about what what can we do creatively with the capitalistic uh, system. And I think the B Corp is just a representation of that. Mm-hmm. It's not ex- exclusive to that, but once people like Carolyn see what B Corp is all about, it's the safety net, and it's you know it's uh, it goes two ways too from a, from uh, a classic capitalist wanting to do more good with the business to a classic let's say environmentalist or or, or social um, you know social change maker wanting to actually create. Uh, income, you know, like it's this really nice middle middle place. Absolutely, can't wait to see what's in that cooler, Dave. Yes. Okay. So, Greg, you know what? We have the luxury of doing this podcast, which we've enjoyed for a hundred and thirty odd episodes. Um, and the reason we're able to do this is because we've got these great companies supporting us. Um, a couple we should mention. One, I'm a big fan of Hemmings House Pictures, and uh, that's your company. Thanks, Dave. And it is great work. Uh, you just got to go and check out their website to see it. Um, I've actually used you guys a number of times to do a documentary, do a corporate video. And uh, so it's accessible to small and large businesses and wonderful at helping um, business tell story and, and movements, to, you know, help shaping story around, you know, wh- what's happening in the world. So thank you. To HHB. Well, I, I'd like to say thank you to one of the the Hemings House team members, uh, Tim Davidson, and we're actually in his his uh, other company's studio right now, Ripple Effect Music. So uh, Tim is yet another community minded person who is essentially donating his studio, uh, the studio that we use at Hemings House to make all of our films sound good. Um, so he's a part of this. Another really important uh, person uh, is Matt, uh, Matt Weber. Mm-hmm. And he his company is uh, Edible Matters. It's an incredible restaurant out in Hammond's uh, Plains outside Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's the one that edits this, all, this, all the stuff together, puts the show notes together, and uploads these podcasts every single week. And then Going back to my good friend who I'm looking at right now, Dave Vale, the big guy with the biggest muscles I've ever met in my life, who also, Dave, you um, you have to know that without you in the early days of me shaping Hemmings House, I probably wouldn't have created Hemmings House. So um, Vision Coaching has helped so many companies and entrepreneurs find their coach approach and create companies that actually can make the change in the world that they want to see. And uh, so Vision Coaching... Uh, and uh, everything that you bring to the table, bringing Kim uh, in as well to help us make this podcast a a success. We say thank you so much. And the great news, the other night, a few weeks ago, you and I bumped into a previous podcast guest, 
Mr. Paul Simmons himself. Why don't you tell our, our listeners about our, our newest gold sponsor for our podcast? Yes, Robert Simmons is a fabulous place, um, well-known to people throughout New Brunswick, but also um, you can shop there online, men's and women's clothing. And um, uh, Paul Simmons, who is, uh, I, I mean, I think they've been going on 20 years now, the founder of the company, um, brings the customer experience to a whole nother level. I say that because I shop there. Um, you know, if you were to say, Dave, you look really good wearing that particular suit, um, I would say, well, thank you. And I would have to credit Paul and his staff, which is fabulous. And it's, it's an incredible experience. You've had it before shopping there. Um, what, I look great. Look what, at me. And, and what's the experience like? What are they you, walk, you walk in the door, you literally get asked if you'd like to have a, a glass of scotch or an espresso. And that's the beginning of the experience. And you walk out with a new set of clothes that makes you feel like uh, feel like a well-dressed man or woman, depending on uh, on what you are as you walk into this incredible place. They have an incredible uh, magazine that they publish, I believe, quarterly. And uh, the next one's coming out, the fall issue of 2016. Um, they always, what we enjoy, and I think what aligns us with what, what Robert Simmons does is is they make a point of of covering interesting, um, often uh, business-minded, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, um, community leaders in their publication, and they believe in promoting local. And it's coming out soon, and we have the good fortune of interviewing some of the people in the uh, in the September issue. Coming up, so uh, robertsimmons.com. And uh, yeah, so that's great. Thanks to our sponsors. And if anybody else uh, in, the, in the podcast sphere is interested in helping us uh, push our Boiling Point movement forward, be in touch. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.